Hey guys, it's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. In today's show, I'm going to give you guys um, kind of some deeper content here and you know what, maybe you would describe as some Motivation Monday type um, topic. So a lot of times in my podcast, actually about for the last oof, three months, maybe two months, um, a lot of my content has been based around question and answers about nutrition and training, which is awesome, right? Which is the thing that I enjoy answering questions on, the thing that I talk about all day for my job, and the things that I feel like I have a lot to share with you guys. However, you know, I'm a reflective guy, and to be a reflective guy, uh, you know, with that, I kind of implement that part of me into every part of my life, right? Whether it's relationships or work or finances or even fitness, Um, You know, I'm trying to always think kind of critically about things and, you know, make sure that I am getting the right perspective on everything that I'm doing and that I'm focusing my efforts on. Um, So I kind of wanted to share some stuff with you today about um, some things I've learned through the years I've been training. Uh, I've probably been training consistently for about maybe eight years, seven years maybe a little bit off and on at the beginning portion of that, Um, but I have learned a lot of things and these aren't necessarily training tips as much as they are um, fitness mindset type tips and things that you should probably be focused on if you are into fitness. And I really noticed these things as you get more into this fitness game and as you kind of get more involved in this world, right? Because it's crazy. There's Instagram, there's YouTube, there's podcasts like this one where you just consume fitness content and a lot of times um, it's important to step back, right? And realize what's really important, realize what fitness is there for and realize what you should really be focusing on, right? This is a short life that we have and this is a life where, you know, depending what you believe, most belief systems say you're not taking your body with you when you pass, right? And that's just the way that it is. And to not, you know, to work so hard for a certain look, a certain uh, performance or something related to your body, but, you know, not really able to take this body with you at the end of the day, um, you, you know, it takes, it, it, it makes you think, I guess. And that's kind of, I'm trying to be vague because I want to not give away all the points that I'm going to go through. I have five different, uh, four different things or five, depending on how I'm feeling. Uh, but I'll give you four or five different things that I've kind of reflected on that I think are important to keep in mind and keep as principles in your training, in your nutrition, in your whole fitness mindset. So I'm going to get into those right after this. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, as you heard in the intro, and today's episode is kind of a Motivation Monday type show, even though it's coming out on Friday, Um, but I wanted to kind of give you some reflections on training, and you know, I think this might be one of the most important episodes I've ever put out as far as fitness content is concerned, right? I've answered a lot of questions, gave a lot of tips, provide a lot of information for free, but you know, what really what really is fun for me to talk about and really is interesting for me is the stuff that's a little bit deeper and the stuff that 
uh, people often gloss over and don't even think about, right? And I think it's important to keep these things in your mind. You don't want any tip or any, you know, resource or any kind of um, any principles or anything to consume you and to totally guide you, right? You are your own person. You can do whatever you want to do, and that is true, right? You, the first rule of life is that there really are no rules, and the sooner you realize that, the more free you'll feel, the more at peace you'll be, and um, you know probably the more useful you'll be to your fellow man as well. So don't don't necessarily think of these as rules as much as things that I'm sharing that I've learned from my life, right? And you'll have things that you learn for your life. You know, each person is going to be different. You can write down your own five. You can think about, you know, the what five you can reflect on. Or you can take these and think about these applied to yourself. And if you think these are actually something that um, might apply to your life as well. So I'm going to dive in to number one. And you kind of see the gist of what I'm talking about as far as, uh, you know, some of this, I don't know, meta type stuff with this episode. Um but I hope this is useful for you and I hope it's something that you can learn from. This is something that I'm always trying to think about and always trying to reflect on, always trying to not let anything consume me, even fitness, even though that's my job, even though that's one of my main hobbies, uh, just because I know that at the end of the day, the things that really matter in this world and you know, in my opinion, the point of this life is to impact people around you, to grow relationships that are meaningful and to Um, you know, really make a difference even in one person. If you can do that, you know, you succeeded in life, you're successful. And I truly believe that. And that is kind of my guiding light, my lighthouse uh, as I go through all of this. But there is some core things in fitness that are important to me. And I want to share those with you right now. The first one is to find what you enjoy. And this is super important in fitness. And, you know, this could apply to diet, this could apply to everything really, finances, relationships, careers, this could apply to so much. But, you know, the principle of finding something that you enjoy is one that is a very simple way to guide what you're doing. It is just simply reflecting on what you're doing and asking yourself, do I like this? Is this fun? Is this something I enjoy spending my time doing, right? There's a certain element of suck in everything. And, you know, sometimes if you have a certain goal that you want to get to, uh, it, it won't necessarily be fun during the process, but you need to think about if that end goal is going to provide happiness for you, if you enjoy um, the process of getting there, if you enjoy the end goal, if you get there, right? And all of these things matter. Um, so for example, for me, um, a lot of times in my training history, I kind of want to give you guys examples from my own life and why, why, why I reflected on these things that I didn't just write them down on a piece of paper, that these are actually things that I think about. Uh, in my training history, you know, I, as many of you guys know, I worked at a D1 school as a strength coach um, in the graduate assistant level. And, you know, with that kind of came this certain pressure to train a certain way, right? Because as a strength and conditioning coach, you're expected to do strength and conditioning, right? To change, to train like an athlete, to train like you would train um, your actual athletes and even do the same programs that they're doing, right? Because you you need to walk the walk, right? You can't just talk the talk. You can't talk about most effective exercises for power if you're not powerful yourself, right? You can't talk about how uh, the hang clean is a great explosive movement and, you know, is awesome for track athletes if you can't even hang clean, uh, you know, I don't know, 225 or something like that, right? You have to keep looking at yourself 
in this in that kind of profession and making sure that you are a billboard of what you're doing and what you're teaching. So with that came a certain pressure of doing that as my own method of training and my own kind of pressuring me to do that, right? <clears throat> and I didn't enjoy it, right? And that was probably the time where I learned a lot about training. I experienced it with a lot of different types of training, but boy, you know, I didn't enjoy training as much as I do right now, and I didn't enjoy training as much as I did when I was at home on the farm in North Dakota, training in, you know, a hot uh, metal shed, you know, with oil barrels for my squat rack and uh, you're carrying a massive PVC pipe full of water around the yard just to try to get, you know, some work in and trying to come up with equipment. That was fun for me. What wasn't fun is using these like force plates and using these power numbers and trying to get the bar speed faster. All that stuff is great information and I believe is very useful for people who need it, right? Who need to train that way for a certain uh, goal or a certain sport or a certain profession. But for me, that was the time that I didn't really enjoy training very much, which really hurt the actual results that I got and which really made me not really so crazy about that whole world anymore. And, you know, looking back on it, I need to realize and what I've written down here as point number one is that we are all our own person. We're all individuals and uh, we all have different things that that we enjoy. And if you're doing what you enjoy, then good for you, right? I don't think there's a place for anyone to judge anybody if they're doing what they enjoy, if they're not hurting anybody else doing it. And especially in fitness, uh, you know, you're able to pick and choose. There's so many paths to the same destination. If you want to be lean, man, there's a lot of paths to get there. If you want to be in great shape, there's lots of paths to get there. If you want to build muscle, there's a lot of paths to get there. And you don't have to follow one way because it's perfect, because it's what someone recommends. If you don't enjoy it, right? You can experiment different things. You can pick what you enjoy and you can fall in love with training again. I've realized that being in love with your training, loving what you're doing, being proud of what you're accomplishing and you know, being hyped to do some kind of movement every day is what is going to get you the consistency that you need to see your results. So that's point number one is to find what you enjoy and don't feel pressured to do anything else. Point number two that I wanted to go over was also something that I have experienced with lately, uh, which is to consider doing less for 90 to 95% of the same results, right? So like I said, before, um, you know, we can't take our bodies with us. Fitness can be very consuming and it can take a lot of time. And I think it's a good use of your time, right? You're being active, you're improving yourself mentally, physically, and other areas of your life. Uh, so it's not necessarily a waste of time, but it is something you can spend a lot of time doing. And, you know, if you're spending seven hours, eight hours, 10 hours a week in the gym training for something, right, you need to think reflectively on that don't be so hard-headed about your training program or uh, you know so motivated about your goal that you're losing sight of where you could get with maybe a little bit less work I think that there's a lot of power in realizing what's the minimum you can do and I don't mean that in a lazy way I mean that in an intelligent way right to look at if it's really particular your training volume your your um, you know what helps you improve strength maybe it's what you enjoy maybe it is um, just the amount, in a vague way, the amount that you can do to see the results you want to get, right? If you can 
grow your muscles by training two or three days a week, maybe you should try that. If you're worried a little bit more about you know, getting every little ounce out that you can, maybe try five, but you have to go six, right? Uh, do you have to spend an hour and a half in the gym when you could get you know, a perfect amount of work done in 45 minutes, you could get the right amount of volume in, you could hit the lifts with the, with the most effort that you, that you need to, right? And is the, that extra time actually adding anything? If it's an extra like zero to 5%, that at that point it's up to you if you want to, to go after that, right? Because uh, there's some people and a lot of people I know, and maybe even myself included, that would want to go after that extra zero to five to 10%, right? You don't want to leave that on the table. You don't want to have that be, you know, lost gains. I'll say it as it is. But for the majority of people, you're going to be just as happy with what you get 90% of the way or 95% of the way. Plus, you're going to save an enormous amount of time, right? In my master's is in business, and there's this thing called opportunity cost, which you probably know about. It's a pretty basic term it's something that you learn in like entry microeconomics um, but it's opportunity cost right it's this thing about your time is worth so much and I don't mean that necessarily in a monetary form like economic like people in the economy talk about it's not necessarily like that it's more so just we you know what's worth for your other hobbies for your quality of life right where do you want to spend your hours your days where do you want to spend all this time because you know taking an extra two hours a week for the whole year is like adding an extra 100 hours to your year, right? Think about what you can get done in 100 hours in your year. Think about the progress you can make in your business and your relationships. Um, you know, maybe it's sleep you need. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's time with your kids. Maybe it's time with your spouse. Maybe it's a side hustle that's earning you a little extra money. All these things can make a huge difference overall and might make a bigger impact in your overall quality of life then that extra 5% in the gym is just a thought and it's something to continuously look at that are you doing a certain amount just because you were told to do that you are an individual you know do what works for you and don't don't fret so much about getting everything right on point and that kind of leads me into topic number three that I want to talk about which is optimization this is something that is kind of a little bit borrowed or stolen however you want to say it but you know I this is something from Mike Istertail um, it was the first person I heard it from who's talking about optimality and if that's something that you should be focusing on and what he said is no because a lot of times we get so lost in the optimality, right? That's my point number three is don't get lost optimizing because it's so easy to want to dial everything in perfectly based on studies, science, anecdotal research, um, what the experts say, what your, or what your idols say, right? What the people you look up to say. And a lot of times what comes with that optimality is a lot of overanalyzing. What comes with that optimality is a lot of, um, a lot of lack of effort, to be honest. And that's something I realized in my own training as well, right? At the same place where I was doing all this other type of strength and power training, the overanalyzing, the op optimization of bar speed, power numbers, force into the floor, um, even mechanics, form, right? Focusing so hard on squat form, which is something that we really, really did there. Focusing so hard almost makes you self-conscious about your own squat, which in a sense is taking away a certain amount of your strength because you're not able just to go hard, right? 
there's a time for learning technique, there's a time for practicing a movement, and there's a time for putting the effort in and actually getting stuff done, right? And that is that is what I've realized that there's a time for optimization. You know, it's good to read, it's good to study, it's good to experiment, and it's good to practice. But there's also a time for just going hard and just putting in the work because a lot of times that's what separates you know the good from the great. It's not the research. Nobody that you talk to that's at an elite level is going to say that they got there because they read a study that no one else read or they experimented with a certain method that no one else did. It's never a magic bullet. It's always the hard work and the consistency that gets you there. So don't forget that. Don't get so caught up, right? As you get into fitness, it's easy to start thinking about what's optimal and to start thinking about uh, the things that don't really matter, right? What you need to do though is to just work hard sometimes. Don't get so caught up in all of that that you forget the bigger picture. The next tip I have, tip number four, is to use your fitness for something. And you know, this is in a sense trying to get you to expand outside of fitness. Like ask yourself the question, what would I do if I could no longer exercise? What would I do if I could no longer lift weights? Gyms became illegal in your country, right? And there was no longer an option. You could not do any gym type movements. All you could do was hobbies outside of fitness. What would you do and would you be able to use the fitness that you made progress in to do something better? And you know, it's kind of this talk of a word that I don't like, which is functional, because I think everything is functional to an extent. Um, but you know, even it's, it's a good word for it because you have to function better to do something, right? You have to train for something. Whether you're training to be a good powerlifter, you're training to look a certain way on a stage, you're training to lift a big, big old rock into a platform as a strongman. Maybe you're training to play basketball better, to run faster, to jump higher, to hike without getting winded, to run up the stairs without your legs getting tired. I don't know, whatever it is, it's good to have some kind of endpoint or at least a goal and something measurable uh, for you to improve on, right? And something that you can apply that fitness into that's gonna give you a point to reverse engineer, it's gonna give you a purpose for your training, and it's going to help expand your horizons beyond just being a gym rat and being a fitness guy, right, or a fitness girl. Because, you know, well, that's all fun and games, it might, not, it might only last so long, and once again, you can't take your body with you, right? So go out, have fun, do something, use the fitness that you created for yourself, enjoy that lifestyle, what's gonna happen is you're gonna love fitness even more because of that, right? It's not gonna consume you, so that's gonna be good. It's not going to be your only thing, so you are going to have a better relationship with it, right? It's something that you're seeing the benefits of in other areas. It's just part of your life, it's not your whole life, and I think that's really key. It's important to get there, and I'm not gonna say I'm necessarily there. I think that's something that I need to work on more, is you know, think of the things when you were a kid. What did you like doing, right? Maybe it was playing basketball on the driveway, it was doing kickflips on the street. Maybe it was riding riding your bike to school with your friends. Maybe it was playing video games. I don't know, but whatever it was, um, you know, don't lose sight of that because of something else, right? Fitness is there to make your life better, to make the things you enjoy easier, and to make you a better person. And if it's not doing that, it's not doing its job, and you're not doing it right. So that's tip number four: is to actually use your fitness. All right, so the five we have so far are to find what you enjoy, consider doing less for most of the results, use your fitness, stop optimizing, 
And the fifth one might be the most important one out of all of these that I've realized that I've done that I've been guilty of and that makes training really hard, stressful and discouraging, which is to stop comparing yourself to others and especially on social media. Uh, Instagram is a great thing, right? I'm on Instagram at Stoltz Fit. Give me a follow, all that stuff. But what Instagram's also done is create this crazy world of um, you know, almost the 1% seeming normal, right? The people who are lifting freakish amounts of weight, who are performing at freakish levels, who are you know, in a special condition for about five minutes for a photo shoot and post that throughout the year so you think that they're staying shredded all the time um, to just project a lifestyle and a type of living, a type of fitness that's really hard to attain for most people and hard to sustain for most people without really becoming a slave to that. Um, and that's that's something that's really important. You know, this goes beyond social media though. I think social media is great, you know, all in all. But what this does go beyond is, you know, you're, you're talking about even in the gym, right? Are you comparing your lifts to other people's lifts? Are you comparing your body to other people's bodies? Are you putting yourself down because of where you are? Or are you putting others down because of where they are, right? That's a dangerous place to go. And what you're doing is, you know, you're, you're not you're not being like proud of where you're at. You're not realizing the journey that it takes to get to where you want to go. Um, I think it's important, you know, with these New Year's resolutions, for example, that you realize everyone has a starting point. You know, maybe you just, maybe you're one of them and you're getting discouraged that everyone else seems to get this second nature. It's easy for them. Everyone has to start somewhere. And, you know, believe me, no one's judging you when you go in. And if you're one of the other people, don't judge anybody that goes in, right? Because everybody has to start somewhere. Everybody should be only comparing themselves to themselves and seeing where they have progressed from and how they could continue to progress, right? Because we're all individuals once again, and it's we all take our fitness seriously at different levels. Some people take it very seriously. Some people, it's their life. Some people, it's their career. Some people, it is their goals, right? And some people, it's just a matter of getting healthy enough to have a kid. It's just a matter of getting healthy enough uh, for the doctor to give them the clear. Um, for some people, it's because they enjoy doing bicep curls, so that's all they ever do, right? It's not a matter of we need to judge them for not having the best program, the best body, um, and of course, we don't need to put down ourselves for that as well. So that is really the last point. That's something that is hard to get your mind around and is easy to fall into that trap, so uh, be careful with that one. Those are all five, and those are really my reflections on fitness right now. Really important episode. I think one that you could listen to, you know, once a month, once a year, and maybe you write these down and just keep them in mind, read them every morning, and, you know, realize that fitness is just a part of life and what it's there for is to make your life better. And if it's not, you know, you need to change. And I hope that this episode helps you realize that, that, you know, even coming from what you'd call a fitness guy, you need to know you can't take your body with you, that what you accomplish here is meant to make your life better, your relationships better, your career better, your mind better, you to be a better human, right? And that is why I train, is because pushing myself in that way helps me push myself in other ways, because I enjoy seeing the progress I can make through hard work, and because um, it's something that I can nerd out on. It's kind of a fun hobby. So 
Those are the reasons I do. I encourage you to look at the reasons why you do. Make sure that you aren't doing any of the things that I talked about in this show. Um, and thank you for joining me for today's show for a little bit of a deeper conversation. If you guys want to get in on this conversation, just go over to Instagram and you know comment on my posts. Uh, send me a direct message. Like any posts, uh, any of those things go. I'm always checking that, and I will read your message, get back to you either in podcast form or through the platform itself. A lot of good stuff to come for the podcast, a lot of good stuff to come for Instagram and YouTube, and I look forward to you guys joining me for all that. So thank you for joining and uh, listening to this episode, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. Super Bowl Sunday this Sunday, so enjoy that, and enjoy yourself. Those only come around once a year, so have some wings, have some chips, and you know, enjoy it. Um, I will talk to you guys later next week on Friday. Have a great one. I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom. freedom.